Welcome to Park City Church. You're listening to our weekly message, where we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know and follow Jesus and welcome and serve others. Thank you for tuning in. It's from Luke 4, 1 through 13. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he endured temptations from the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were completed, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, Man does not live by bread alone. Then uh, the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in a flash all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, To you I will grant this whole realm and the glory that goes along with it. For it has been relinquished to me, and I can give it to anyone I wish. So then, if you will worship me, all this will be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, You are to worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil brought him to Jerusalem, had him stand on the highest point of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and with their hands they will lift you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, You are not to put the Lord your God to the test. So when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. So I think our reading this morning, the story of Jesus in the wilderness, uh, it, reads, it reads to me a bit like a showdown, like a Wild West sort of showdown. I tried to practice the whistle, you know, the, yeah, you guys all help me out there. Like, I, I can't do it. Like, the, you know the tune, and like the tumbleweed kind of rolls across the saloon door, sort of slowly creak, right? I, I hear those sounds um, as we read this passage, right? Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, makes his way into the wilderness and, and uh, fasts and prays for 40 days and, and is confronted um, with temptation uh, from, from the devil. And uh, again, it just, it reads sort of like, uh, I'm just, you know, the slow walk uh, down the dusty sort of central road in town. And, and you guys are like, you're just ruining scripture for me, Matt. I don't know, sorry, but uh, this is what goes on, right? So um, I want us to step into this story and I, just uh, in, in maybe two different ways. First is we're just gonna talk about, uh, well, what's happening? What's happening in the story? And then uh, secondly, I wanna invite us into considering, well, what does it mean uh, for, for us? Right, what happens and, and what it, it means for us. You guys are like, we know what happens. Rachel read it to us. You can skip that part, Matt. Just cut to the end. Uh, would that it were so simple. But um. right, so, uh, okay, the first observation of what is happening in the story. I think to appreciate what's happening, I mean, we know what's happening. He's in the desert. He's confronting temptation. Uh, but we need to kind of back up a little bit to see sort of what comes first. And we considered last week the bit that came first was the baptism of Jesus, right? That he had, had showed up uh, to John the Baptist and uh, was baptized. And in that moment was um, affirmed, really, as the Son of God, right? This beautiful moment of, of, of God's kind of blessing, this Son in whom I am uh, well pleased. And uh, before Jesus has done anything in the story. Right? And I think the order is important that before, on the front end of all that's about to follow, uh, this, this, this blessing, this conference of, of, of our affirmation of his identity as the son of God is given before he does uh, anything. That, that this happens first and then uh, what we read this morning uh, follows. And I think, I think the order is important, uh, as we'll see perhaps as we move along, that uh, 
God's grace met him in, in this sort of moment in the story first, and then uh, he makes his way into the wilderness. But, but uh, so then as we continue in the story, we get, uh, we get a bit of the, the, the family tree of Jesus, which we'll reference again, uh, and then Luke uh, tells us this moment. Jesus making his way into the wilderness and, and tempted. And uh, it's interesting, right off the bat, we see what is happening in this moment is the devil is, uh, in, in, in the story in Luke, what he's doing is he's calling into question the affirmation that God has just sort of uh, gifted or bestowed in, in this sort of visibly public way on uh, Jesus as the son of God. That, that right from the get-go, uh, the devil is, is right off the bat, if you are the son of God, Right? So, so immediately, uh, this first temptation right off the bat, he's just seeking to, uh, to, to undermine this sort of gracious declaration from God on, on the identity and, and person of, of Jesus as the son of God. Uh, immediately, the temptation is going to call that into question, and it only sort of escalates from there. Right? So he says, if you're the son of God, why don't, why don't you kind of uh, use your power out of context here? I know you're hungry, right? Make some bread from these stones. Uh, and, and then it just it continues to sort of increase. Well, okay, you know, Jesus responds. Man doesn't live by bread alone. He goes to scripture and responds. And, and then, he, then he turns to him and uh, takes him and shows him all the kingdoms of the world. Right? Again, it just it reads like an incredible fun story shows him all the kingdoms of the world and says if you'll just right if you'll just you know worship me then I, I can make all of these yours uh, again escalating sort of asking him to shift his allegiance as the son of God as the one who's sort of directing and, and charting the course for his life and what it will mean for him in the world it's well you can sort of you can get there by sort of following my uh, route here why don't you sort of come my way? And then they make their way to Jerusalem and shows him uh, again, uh, calls, uh, takes him to a high place. And, 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 and this time, it's like the devil's kind of wise to the game. So he, he himself quotes scripture and says, doesn't it say, does, which you hear echoes of, did, did God really say, you throw yourself from here and your angels will come and, and uh, catch you, protect you, right? Did God really say, all of it kind of tied to this moment earlier in the story, my, my son in whom I'm well pleased before he's done anything. And now here, uh, the devil in the desert, hat tilted down, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't mean to make it comical because uh, it's serious what's happening here, but, but uh, the undermining uh, this, this kind of gracious um, declaration of who Jesus is as the son of God. And in that, moving him to question, well, did he really say if if you really are and and we we know again the story is probably familiar to many of us we know the story Jesus you know he refuses right he's like I'm not going to be your stunt man right (laughs) like I'm not I'm not going to do this stuff I'm not going to do this your uh, way and he goes to scripture uh, to 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 respond and uh, proves himself in this moment faithful uh, withstands this sort of allure that the devil wants to uh, toss his way. Uh, the, the really what's happening here, right? So if we kind of take the story, this is what happened. Um, he, it, but Satan, in, in a sense, is attempting to displace God at the center of, of Jesus's life as, as, the, as the benefactor, the one who has sort of um, uh, conferred the status and called him into this life and, and mission and purpose. It's, uh, Satan wants to kind of displace God there and, and assume that role himself. In a sense, saying, why don't you be my Messiah instead of God's? Let's do things my way. 
right? This this would be so much easier for you. We just do things my way. Which, which carries a bit of weight in the story. You know, Luke has prepared us for it, that God's going to flip things upside down, that he's going to elevate the lowly, and, and we're slowly being prepared for it. We know because we've seen the story, and, and Luke's audience would have known, right? He's writing to people who, who, who know the story of Jesus, so, so they're hearing his retelling, reading, and, and, and they, know, they know that, that, that God's plan, uh, even in this, uh, my beloved son in whom I please, is going to lead to the cross. And so in this moment of temptation, you can, we know, as readers who know the end, uh, in a sense, you know, he's saying, but be my Messiah, let's do things my way. It will be so much easier. Right? It, will, it will be so much easier than what is in store for you. Right? There, is this, there is this other way for you to kind of go about this, right? Well, why don't you, uh, why don't, why don't, did God really say it has to look like this? And again, this is what happens. This is what's going on here. Jesus, the one who's been baptized and whom God and the Holy Spirit has descended like a dove, and my son in whom I'm well pleased is now in the desert uh, being challenged and invited to, to, to sort of forsake all of that and maybe try a different uh, route. And uh, again, we know the story. Jesus resists. Um, he he, he Withstands. He says, no, I'll choose the way of obedience, of service and servanthood to God uh, instead of any sort of self-aggrandizing, uh, self-promoting path that uh, you may present to me. Yeah, this is, this is what happens. You guys are like, we knew that, right? We knew that. That's great. But what does this have to do with me? What does this mean uh, for us? And it's this question I want us to sit with for just a moment, because um, I, I think oftentimes we read a passage like this, and uh, I think oftentimes we read a passage like this, and we think uh, a, a takeaway that we typically will often go to is like, okay, you know, this is how I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to resist temptation, right? If I if I just use the sort of right kind of Jedi mind tricks with Scripture, right? If I get the right ones in the right place, and I like I can sort of follow his lead here. Uh, this is sort of the trick for me to kind of resist temptation in my own life, my own sort of bouts with the devil, if you will. And uh, if I can just sort of, you know, kind of get things just right, and I will, I will succeed, right? I, I too can withstand uh, temptation in this way. But I want to suggest to you that that's, that's, not, that's, that's not what this story means for us. That yes, scripture is deeply, in other places, it's significant in, in sort of your walking out the life of faith, right? S- scripture, the principles, the, the truths of God, the story of God, all, all those things, yes. But, but I, I, I think in Luke's giving uh, of this story to us, that is not sort of where he wants to take us. And I think, again, the context, context is, uh, contacts are also helpful for me, I wear them. But the context in this case is uh, particularly helpful. Uh, and I want to take us to the immediate sort of passage, right? So he, right before this is the, is the family tree, which again, you're like, Luke, why kind of here? You know, we've come out of the baptism, Jesus aligning himself with repentant you know, sinners in need of repentance uh, in that baptismal moment. And Luke takes us from that into the family tree. You know, Jesus kind of uh, gets all the way down to the son of uh, Adam, the son of God. And right out of there, Again, all right, so the language, the son of Adam, the son of God, and then right into uh, the temptation in the wilderness. Uh, I, I do think as you read, I mean, we've just heard reading, we hear Adam, the son of God. 
And, and then we're in, just in the hearing of the story, we're right into this moment where the enemy says, if, if you really are the son of God, we hear Adam and immediately sort of echoes of another story, right? Echoes of another story of temptation, of, of another moment where a tempter came to one who had been gifted and blessed, uh, graciously first uh, given life, and, and, and the tempter comes to one and in that moment says, did God really say Right? We, we, we hear, I think, echoes of, a, of an earlier showdown with temptation. And we all know kind of how that went. Right? I, I think it might be safe to say, putting it mildly, that, that initial sort of experience went sideways. Right? Uh, that Adam in that moment, uh, whose story kind of comes back to mind as we hear it read in the family tree of Jesus, we remember this, this moment where things had gone Sideways, but I don't. We don't even have to go back that far. So that echo is there in Luke, but there are other echoes in, in the in the telling of the story. Echoes of, of of another formative moment in the history of God's people in the Old Testament. Right, uh, Jesus is in the wilderness, the desert. He's led there by the Spirit of God. He's there for forty days. Echoes of an earlier story. Again, as as we hear it, I think by intention. As Luke gives us a story, we hear echoes of of another sort of moment in the wilderness where the people whom God had gifted called his own before they had done anything, the Israelites, right? He had rescued them and made them his own uh, without any sort of provocation or merit on their own part, had made them his own, called them to live in the world in a way as his son, in a sense, his representative to the the world, called them to to, to live uh, his purposes in the world, uh, had their own story in the wilderness, yes? Had their own experience with bread in the desert, there are specific like, linguistic ties to that story in Deuteronomy in Luke's retelling. Uh, again, wilderness, 40 days, led by the Spirit, much like the people of Israel, led, led by the Spirit of God in a cloud and a fire. Complaining, uh, in the old in Deuteronomy, complaining for and then about bread in the desert, right? Uh, complaining for it, and then when they get it, complaining um, about it. In the desert, uh, again in Deuteronomy, the, the challenge repeatedly sort of, the, the, the pull of their hearts kind of chase after other avenues of worship. And God is telling them to worship me alone. And then, and then you know, the language even, uh, Deuteronomy 6, 7, 8, of putting God to the test, language that uh, Jesus picks up here in this moment in his conversation with the devil. What, what's all, again, the question is still on the table. What does any of this have to do with us? What's this mean for us? Well, well, here's what I think, that when you and I read this story of Jesus being tempted in the desert, that ringing in our ears, sort of reverberating, looming large, if you will, in the background, uh, are these moments of failure. Failure of the first Adam, failure of the people of Israel in the Old Testament, and every subsequent failure that has followed from and since ringing in our ears. Uh, This move uh, where repeatedly we have fallen short in our attempts to prove perhaps or live up to or live out uh, this this gift of grace and blessing repeatedly coming up uh, short, ringing in our ears. And then with all of that sort of just, you know, echoing in our minds, we read this beautiful story of Jesus in the same situation, proving faithful. How many of you guys have seen uh, in, in Kanto? Anyone seen Encanto? Yes. If you have children, you're like, yes. Don't worry. We won't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Right? Anyone? You guys are like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, it's worth a watch. Kids or no, it's worth uh, a watch, I think. Uh, great fun, right? It's the story of, uh, of a magical family in an enchanted house. And, and they've been gifted with, uh, with, 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 with strengths, you know, supernatural abilities. Everyone's unique. And uh, to preserve this house and then serve the people in their community, uh, it's a beautiful little story. But uh, in the telling of the story, you know, every, every uh, it sort of follows the, the story of one particular sister, and she has two other sisters, and, and she is sort of searching, what is my gift? Where do I fit? Where do I belong? We're not going to talk about her, but, but I want to talk about the sisters for a moment. One of them is gifted with super strength, right? She's just like so physically strong. Everyone in the community can depend on her for everything. The other, you know, is sort of living this sort of beautifully perfect uh, life. Again, it's a beautiful story that uh, resonates for all kinds of reasons, and maybe we'll talk about them again later. But, but as I thought about the story of Jesus and uh, the failure of Adam and Israel and everyone after sort of ringing in our ears as we hear this, this moment of his faithfulness, I, I thought about uh, that Encanto m- movie. Uh, the, the one sister, I, heard, I should have written her name down, uh, but the, the one who's gifted with brawn, I mean, she is remarkably strong. There's this, she sings this beautiful song. Uh, anybody want to sing it for me? No? Right. Uh, she talks about living with this gift that had been given, trying to live up to this gift. And, and all movie, you don't see it, but then, again, this is a little slight spoiler, you realize, oh, there's this undercurrent of, of pressure. And for her, it's pressure like a pressure like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop, right? Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote it. I could try to do it like him, but I won't do that to you guys, right? But uh, pressure like a drip, drip, drip that'll never stop. Whoa, all right? It seems like an important lyric. <laughs> pressure that'll tip, tip, tip till you just go pop. Whoa. Then she says, give it to your sister, a self-referential. Give it to your sister. Your sister's older. Give her all the heavy things we can't shoulder. Who am I if I can't run with the ball? And I, I, I think of uh, that expression when I read the story of Jesus in the wilderness. Uh, one scholar sort of describes his moment there that he's being asked to prove it. Right? That, that Satan is sort of tempting him to prove prove it. He's been, he's been given, uh, graced the son of God. And, and in this sense, like, well, prove it. And in that weight to, to prove it, I think uh, we feel all of us in all kinds of ways, like a drip, 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 like a tick, uh, sorry, a tip a, 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 that'll tip, tip, tip till, till you just go tip, tip, tip. Is that the right word? Yeah. That, that, that we feel the weight to kind of prove it. Sometimes I think at church specifically, we are, we are really, uh, we're, we're not really good. Or, um, by good, I mean bad. We, we, are, we are really bad at this. We kind of quietly put pressure on others to kind of prove that they belong here. Or we carry that, that expectation of ourselves. This sort of, uh, this is sort of what I think the standard is and, and I'm going to live up to it. I think the story of Jesus' temptation is not one that we can read and then go, okay, this is how I'm going to conquer temptation in my life. I can do these things. I can Jedi mind trick with these scriptures and hit them in the right spot. That is not the point of the story. The point is not to consider who you could have been or could be, but, but to remember who Jesus must be for you and me. 
that he has, Luke will tell the story of the prodigal son, right? That Jesus has gone into the wilderness, a far country on our behalf to bring us home, that we will wander and squander and just sort of go our own way. But he has gone into the wilderness to do what we could not and bring us home. Again, it's not a recipe for resisting temptation in your life and mine as much as an invitation to rest in the work of the only one who can live up to the pressure to prove it. We, the story ends again. Sometimes when we read scripture, we don't hear it for the, uh, yeah, this is a cliffhanger, right? It gets to the end of the story. So when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. Dun, 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 right? Uh, you, you, there, there is this foreboding sense in which Jesus will again be tempted to pursue another way. The devil shows up again in Luke's gospel, but, uh, perhaps most pointedly, the Last Supper, when he comes to Judas, as Luke describes it, uh, and sets in motion uh, the cross. The, the, the moment that in, in this moment in the wilderness, Jesus is being invited to, to skirt and circumvent. But once again, even in that moment, we are reminded this isn't about me sort of uh, doing what I can uh, to live up to this standard. No, this is about me trusting the only one uh, who can and what he has done for me. One, one uh, author, she's a... Um, a chaplain at Rice University and uh, describes this moment. This is what she says about this scene with Jesus. Sarah Condon is her name. She says, we're not in the desert. We, we, we were not in the desert for 40 days, fending off the devil and all manner of temptation. Jesus was for us because we are sinners. And as such, we would have taken the bait every the hope of this message to you and me this morning is not to sort of live up to, uh, to prove I belong at this table, but is instead to trust the work of the one who has brought us uh, home. So maybe you're here this morning uh, feeling the weight to prove it, maybe carrying sort of past failures and regrets, struggling with the feeling that they disqualify you in some way, maybe working tires, tirelessly to kind of keep a veneer of like uh, holding it together, right? Maintaining control. The gospel invitation is the same to all of us. Uh, to trust Jesus and his work for us more than proving anything ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Park City Church Podcast. To learn more about our church, and or to find ways to get involved in our community, visit us at parkcitykc.com or follow us on social media at parkcitykc.com.